Guam surviving life. Tough questions, real answers, awesome hacks. Hello and welcome to Mom Surviving Life. Today, Carla and I are going to talk about playdates. If I've had a playdate with you, please know that I love you. This is definitely something that I have combined amazing stories and horror nightmares from friends, family, etc. And I am not going to tell you who told me what. As always, please subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you are listening to us on. And please follow us on social media. So before we get started, I literally have in the show notes, before we get started, I have a funny story that has nothing to do with this topic. The problem is, because we have not recorded in like a month, I can't remember the story anymore. I've prefaced this by saying I actually didn't tell Carla this story the first time, but we forgot to record. So we are now starting the podcast over again and actually recording. So Carla did not hear this story until like 20 minutes ago because <laughs> we hadn't talked all day. But Reagan pooped on the floor this morning. She's starting to get excited about like, I'm poopy, mommy. And I'm like, okay. So then I check her and she's not poopy. I'm like, oh, yes, we can get to the potty. And like, I get excited about that. And then she gets excited. So then she actually will poop or pee on the potty and Kinsley's doing the same. Somewhere between taking her diaper off and sitting her down on the potty, she dropped a turd and then she stepped in it. So then I took her crock off and I threw it in the sink and I was like, I'll just deal with that in a minute. And I'm like trying to get the poop out of the carpet. Kinsley like, mommy, crocs don't go in the sink. So she tries to like pick it up and I'm like, don't touch because there's poop on it. She has a meltdown. Then I end up having to call my mom because I'm like, hey, can you come downstairs? Because like I have a kid having a meltdown, a kid sitting on the potty with a poopy bum. There's poop in the carpet and there's a crock with poop in the sink. Like I literally just need you to come down and just contain a child for like five minutes. (laughs) All I need. She's like, yeah, I can do that. I'm like, oh, thank God. (laughs) So how did you go get your mom? I just texted her. Okay, good. I am on a bypass that even when my mom's phone is like on do not disturb or mute or whatever that like I get like my notifications go through my brothers my sister-in-laws and I believe my dad's like we are all on like special like everything goes through. Good. Um, I was like how did you contain it all and go get your mom? (laughs) I was like how did that happen? (laughs) I literally will just send a text being like help please. (laughs) And she's like, okay. And then if I send like 911, it's like, now. (laughs) (laughs) So what did you send this morning? I just said, help, please. Because I was able to be like, Regan sit on the potty. Kinsley sit with mommy for a second. Like the poop can just sit there. Yeah. That's fine. not going anywhere. But I can't sit with a kid on my lap, get the poop out of the carpet, keep her on the potty, and then deal with like, I don't have enough arms. No. I'm not an octopus. And tying up your children is frowned upon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, it is. Okay. Do you want to read that part? Sure. Playdates are when you get together with another family or families and you let your kids socialize and play. I think they are very important because not only do they tire the kids out, but they also get the moms and dads, but they also give the moms and dads social adult time as well. Which, Which is, is so important. important. It's not just about the kids. Mom and dads need to socialize too. And I feel like after everyone having COVID lockdown, we're all seeing the value of having human face-to-face social interaction. 
because even when we get together, I feel like it's so much different than when we're on the podcast or on Zoom doing the podcast. 100%. We, we talk about completely different things. It's more about like how life is actually happening and we're in the moment. Like, again, we failed horribly to take pictures this weekend. <laughs> but also we're like just unplugging and like having time away which honestly that is our downfall is that we're like hey let's take pictures of our kids or like take pictures of the food or like we just don't take pictures of us yeah I'm pretty good about taking pictures of me and Ella but it's only because I like to send the picture to Shane in the morning but outside of that my phone is just filled with pictures of Ella or me and Ella in the morning. Okay, so I have an amazing who has like four kids and for some reason when we have all six kids together parenting is easier and neither one of us is sure why. And I'm like maybe you just need to have more kids. She's like no. No. Is it is it just with this or with most of your playdates do you find it easier? Um it depends who I'm having a play date with, whether it's easier or not, because I feel like with this neighbor, like our parenting styles align, which is a big deal. Um, her son is very much like a mother hen to my kids because she has one kid that he's a bit rougher when he plays. And it's not that like he's like aggressive or like hurting my kids. He's just he's a rough and tumble kid that likes to, you know, run really fast or run with the wagon really, really, really fast. I'm like, my kids are not used to that, partly because I don't run. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing exercising. I'm like, I'll go for a walk. I'm not running. Like, I don't run anywhere. I've never resonated more with, unless that meme is like, are you running? Is someone chasing you? Like, (laughs) you're running on purpose? Why? (laughs) Like, that's me. I don't run. But for some reason, like when we have all six kids, like they all just kind of like do their own thing. And then we have a little bit of a break to like, sit down and relax and chat. Plus she's been married since and are with her husband since she was like 20. So like she, I think lives the like single life through me and like all of my crappy dates. And she's like, I'm so (laughs) excited to hear about this. And I'm like, Oh, I've got stories. So like literally anytime I have a date or like, and of course her husband is wonderful. So like anytime I have struggles with my ex with co-parenting or she's like, she loves hearing about it because she's like, I, I want to hear the drama. I want to hear what's going on. So it's kind of nice. Cause like I can vent and she's like, so intrigued with the story. I'm like, I kind of hate you because like you, you don't have this struggle of like your husband is involved in your kids' lives. Like, you know, you have, you know, I don't even know how to explain it, but I'm like, I, I'm kind of jealous, but like at the same time, like, it's kind of nice that I have that like sounding board. <laughs> Absolutely. I also have another from that like her daughter is a couple years older than my kids. So sometimes when we get together for play dates, like what her daughter and what my kids are into is different. And then her son is right around the same age as my kids, but he's not interested in the same toys that they're interested in. So then it becomes, I don't even know how to explain it, but it becomes kind of like her daughter and her son are playing with their own things. And then my kids are playing with their own thing. And I'm like, this isn't even really a play date anymore as much as it's just like our kids are just playing independently and we're having 
you know, social t- <laughs> social time, which, which I'm fine also, with. Which also isn't a bad thing. <laughs> yes, but like our kids are like entertaining themselves, which is the whole point. No, and I get it because with my niece and nephew, when they come over and they want to play with Ella, they just want to like pick her up and hold her and it's like, put her down. She can do things on her own. She's not a baby anymore. And like, it's almost like they don't know how to play with her. And it's really frustrating. Like, just leave her alone and see what she's playing with. Go do that with her. Like, oh, she's building blocks. Cool. Go build blocks with her. You don't have to do it for her. Just do your own thing with her. <laughs> well, and that's just kind of like you, like, I laugh that you say that because like, I have friends that like they're in their early twenties. Like, I just want to hold your kid. And I'm like, push them down. And then they're like, or family members that are older, they're like, I just want to hold them. And I'm like, they, they don't want to be held right now. Like yeah. they, they want to go play, like let go. Yeah. We went to a family reunion on Sunday and my, now there was a lot of people there. So they were okay with this, but then instantly, like when they saw the slides, they're just like, Bye, Gigi. Bye. <laughs> and she was she was kind of butthurt about the whole situation because she's like, well, I, I, I want to hold you and I want to sit with you. And they're like, slides. Yeah. They don't care. I don't want to sit. I want to go play on the slides. Let me go play. Yeah. I'm like, when they need like security and they were kind, she was kind of upset that like when they needed security that they didn't come to me and I, or they didn't go to her, they came to me. And I was like, you're not their parent. Yeah. You're not the security blanket. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. You can't be upset about that at all. I had a play date with a from his through something. I think it was like, I don't know, an egg or a block or something. Of course, being like between one and two, he doesn't have very good aim. And he was like beyond it. He's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He was like super embarrassed about it. And I'm like, it's fine. We're dealing with that phase too. And he was like, huh? Like he was so weirded out. And apparently he has a lot of like judgy parent friends. And I'm like, okay, you need new parent friends. Cause like, <laughs> why are, why are we judging everyone? Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. There's parenting styles that I just think are in my opinion, they're wrong, but they're working for that parent and that child. So they're not wrong for them. But like, if I think it's wrong, it's because I think it's wrong for me and my kid, which is literally the whole point of this show is that we're just giving our perspective. Right. Now, like, I would also feel bad if my kid threw something, but you reinforce that that's not acceptable behavior and you move on. That was literally what happened. He like, so child threw it and the parent is like, child, we don't throw. And I responded with like, it, it happens like we're dealing with that too so he wouldn't feel bad but like he did discipline his kid he did say no like he yeah. did everything he wanted to do but he kind of was like I'm so sorry and I'm like eh. like what else are you supposed to do at that point like, they're too young to fully understand and if they haven't been told not to do it enough then it's not in their brain like they're if your learning. kid was like seven eight yeah. I would be But when they're, like, not even two, actually, no, I lie. He's, like, just two. Like, just. But Um, still, like, they're still learning. Yeah. Like, he didn't have the 
like forethought of like, haha, I'm going to throw. Right. You just teach them that that's not appropriate and move on. It happens. I hate judgy parents. I don't know why you're judging other people's parenting styles. Like, I know I just said, like, I don't agree with it, but like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you're wrong. If it's working for your, you and your kid, do it. 100%. You have to do what is best for you. And I feel like we say that a lot on the podcast, but you figure out what works for you and work your life around that and how you want a parent is up to you. Well, and a really good point to this is I have a family member that they've told me they're like, oh, you know, child's not napping. They're up all night. You know, they're napping at the wrong time. They're only napping for 20 minutes. This, that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, well, what about a schedule? And it's been brought up to them more than once to get on a schedule. And they keep saying no, no. And I'm like, a schedule would really make your life a lot easier, in my opinion. Like, just based on your lifestyle, where you're at, everything like that, I feel like, you know, I I feel like it would be a good idea to get on a schedule, but they have no interest in that. And then they complain that, like, child isn't sleeping at night. Child is, they're never on time. They're always, you know, they have to feed the baby. They have to change the baby. Oh, baby's sleeping or And I'm like, so get on a schedule. Yeah. But you have to let them figure it out for themselves. They got to ride the struggle bus and they got to get to that point on their own. Yep. Shane did it. Shane didn't want to be on a schedule whatsoever. And then he was like, oh my God, the schedule is amazing. A friend of mine's husband was talking about, like his wife was like, oh, like they he was saying like, oh yeah, our wife got us on a schedule, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, our wife said, put a whole bunch of soothers in the crib. And I was like, she got those from me. And he was like, you're amazing. And I was like, no, I rode the struggle bus. And then I told your wife how to not ride the struggle bus. And I said, you push back on it for a period of time. And now that you're on it, you're like, life is wonderful. And he's, he's like, yeah. And I'm like, right. <laughs> Now he tells like every new dad, he's like, get on yeah. a schedule. <laughs> get on a schedule, but lots of soothers and a crib, everything. It's good. Yes. It's good. We, we, I also think like, I love when Ella goes to bed and I hope people don't think I'm a horrible parent for that, but it is so nice to know that your kid is going to bed at like eight o'clock and that you get a couple of hours before you go to bed to just unwind and relax. And that is all thanks to a schedule. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I would like to note that when we have people over at my house, and by the way, my house is like Grand Central Station. Like I had my birthday party this weekend and people that, it's not that they weren't invited because like, I really don't care, but like they were not invited to my birthday party. And like, they just showed up they hung out with my dad they went four-wheeling they took your husband (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, who had a great time by the way yes he had Um, a blast but like my house is like I feel like is like just Grand Central Station with like drop-ins and like it's funny because my kids will be outside playing and then I'm like okay it's bedtime and we come inside 20 minutes later I'm walking back outside and they're like he said it was bedtime and I'm like yeah 
I put my kids to bed. They're like, it took like 20 minutes. Yeah. And I, I feel like I got that look on the weekend at your house that I like walked her in and walked right back out. And they're like, but, but I'm like, yeah, she's good. Not worried. Give her a minute. She'll, yep. she'll go to bed. And it was funny because like I left my monitor in the house because it won't work where it is. I feel like I need a new monitor, which <sighs> I don't. <laughs> I may look at the auction sites for a new monitor, but I, I feel like honestly, it's not that big of a deal. Like put your kid to bed. And then if you do the same thing every night, like I put my kids to bed 20 minutes later than normal. I try and put them in bed by seven and tonight we were in bed by seven twenty, and I turned the monitor on. I did some stuff around the kitchen and then I went to go do my workout, which I now do at night. And by the time I started my workout, my kids were asleep. And currently I am at home alone because my parents are out and I have the monitor tonight. Now it's off, but my kids are asleep. Touch wood because I swear to God, if my kids get up tonight, I'm going to lose it. But <laughs> And it's more, I just want to go to bed and just sleep all night. I don't want to get up. 100%. I get, I get. <laughs> yes. Um, we're like totally off topic, but anyways, back to like play dates. I have a friend, she dated this guy and she has very strict boundaries for her son. You have to eat your vegetables. You have to brush your teeth. You go to bed at this time. She has a structure, which is why her and I get along so well. <laughs> We're both slightly neurotic. We've actually, I joke, because our, we have been friends since our mothers were pregnant with us and our birthdays are within two weeks of each other. So we have literally been friends since before we were born. Um, she dated this guy and he had no boundaries because he was also a single parent, obviously. And <coughs> he did not give his kid any rules, any boundaries, any parameters no, you don't have to eat your vegetables. No, you don't have to brush your teeth. All this stuff. And she's like, <sighs> so when they introduce their kids, she's learning all this. And then she tried to stick it out. I think she said for a month. And after said month, she's like, this isn't working. Like we need to break up. And she said it took almost a year to get her kid back to like an abiding child of what she needed. Cause she's like, he was saying no to me. He was back talking me she's like he never did any of that before we met this part before we met these people yeah that's hard and I find playdates do that to your kids sometimes too which is why I know we both are picky on who we have playdates with because you want the same parenting style and you want people who treat people with respect and have boundaries and discipline and ideally a schedule so your schedules line up to have play dates with and that your kids are like similar in age or have similar interests like I had a who's like oh our kids we should do a play date her kids like and a boy our children do not have similar interests and similarly with my friend who lives in Windsor and has a older girl but like her girl and my kids, yeah, they're both into Elsa and Anna, but her kids, like, her kid wants to, like, because she's five, she wants to, like, make a story and, like, build a house and, like, do this big thing, and my kids are, like, I just want to hold the doll and walk around, 
Yeah. And then she gets mad because my kids are not playing the storyline that she has created. And I'm like, your seven-year-old boy and my two-and-a-half-year-old girl twins, they're not interested in the same thing, either developmentally, the same toys, the same interests, whatever it is. And I feel like the gender difference is huge, too, because even friends of mine that have, like, boy, like, that have boys and I have girls, like, sometimes they don't align with what they want to play with. Agree. And sometimes they could be rougher. They might not be as, like, gentle because your girls are like very gentle and calm and patient (laughs) so patient okay so going back to my family reunion and I'm not knocking my cousin because her boys I did not see an ounce of aggression she has boys my two girls are playing alone on the play structure at the park minding their own business like going up the set of slide set of stairs going down the slide just in their own little loop in their own little thing They're two and a half. Her youngest, I want to say, is between one and two. And then her next youngest is in school. So he's like four. So they're four and up. As soon as her boys, like, descended on the playground. And, like, they're not in my kids' way. They're not interacting with my kids. At no point did they, like, try and kick my kids off the play structure. They were, like, over on the other side. As soon as my kids are, like, there's other kids on this play structure. They're, like, I'm out. Bye. (laughs) And I said to her, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, they're still not there yet. And I think part of it was, it was boys, kids that they've never met before. And it was too many kids, even though they were not aggressive towards my kids. They weren't even interacting with my kids. They were just like near my kids, <laughs> near my kids. They were just like, nope, I'm out. Yeah, my kids are like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and then as soon as like, then these boys discovered that like 40 feet, there's swings over there gone and then my kids are like right back on the play structure <laughs> and the mom like my cousin like the mom and I laughed I'm like I'm so sorry and she's like I'm, I'm not offended she's like I have a COVID baby too I'm like okay thank gosh <laughs> <laughs> so another thing that Eric and I both feel very strongly about is that when nap time comes around leave yeah go home go home <laughs> do not let your kid nap at my house Unless we've, unless we've agreed upon that. Yes. Ahead of time. Like when Erica comes down, I'm not going to kick her out of the house. She's clearly (laughs) staying over and the girls are going to nap, but like we are on a very similar schedule. So it works out, but nap time is our time, like our alone time, our quiet time, our get shit done time. Like it is time to do stuff or not do stuff, but it is our time to do what we choose. So when it, when we start to hint that it's almost nap time, pack your stuff up and go. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> we have to, we can't stress it enough. <laughs> if any parent starts to hint that it's nap time, take your stuff and go. <laughs> yes. Also, something else that I just, if we have a nap time and your kid doesn't nap and you're like, Oh, it's fine. Like, can my kid keep playing? I'm going to politely tell you yes. But in my head, I'm going to be like, absolutely not. <laughs> Completely. Like, absolutely not. No, I understand that sometimes my kids have great toys or like, I've found this like really cool toy or I don't care. Go home to your own house with your own kids and leave us alone. Because 
honestly, sometimes on the weekend, I'm so tired. Like Sunday, I had a nap. I had a nap. As soon as we got home, I was like, Shane, I'm <laughs> going to nap. We were up late. We were in the pool all day. We drank all day on Saturday. And like, nobody was drunk, but like, I had a pleasant, like, I wouldn't even say it was a buzz because like really only had three beers, like between, I'm going to say one and like seven o'clock. <laughs> Maybe I had four. Like I, I did not drink a lot. And then once like nighttime came and like my kids were in bed, I was like, I'm going to have a few more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, I feel like both of us, we were up way past our bedtimes because like it's encroaching on 10 o'clock and I'm like, this is my bedtime. <laughs> oh my God. I don't even know how, like I stuck it out till midnight and that was pushing it for me. And I was, I was like till one o'clock. And then Ella woke up at five, which normally she starts to kind of stir around five in the morning. But because we were in the same room at Erica's house, there's no like going back to sleep for her because I was right there where normally she'd like try it out for like two minutes and go back to sleep. So I was trying to one, not wake her parents up and two, keep her quiet. So it was like, fine, get up, let's go. So like, not only did I go to bed at midnight, but I was up at 5am. So I was like, I'm so tired, which is fine. Like I had so much fun. I'm like, I'm glad we went. Shane was super happy. He came, he had a blast. But, and it was great. It was a play date for the girls. We had our own play date. It was great. Yes. Your husband also tried to convince you that he needs to buy a four-wheeler, which I'm a hundred percent for, by the way, because that means you would come more often. He's definitely wants a four-wheeler now. And I think he's more excited to go visit my sister in Manitoba because they have a four-wheeler. And now her boyfriend is trying to convince them to buy another one so they can have two so when we come like the boys can go do their thing and yeah so here's hoping (laughs) he's like when are you guys coming I'm like um I don't know plan your play date ahead of time like I like to plan play dates in the morning because I just find it's such a big gap in the morning and it's just a nice, just to get out and go do something different. And it's so funny because sometimes I'll plan play dates in the afternoon because I know that like we only have a couple hours and I'm like, cool, we can go for a visit and then we leave because we're well, going to dinner. Well, that's just it, right? That's how you plan, right? You're planning ahead. If you plan a short one, then you're planning at night. If you're planning a longer one, you plan in the morning. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I definitely pick and choose who has morning play dates and who has afternoon play dates. <laughs> also sometimes that's just how the schedule falls too right however it works however you guys fit it in but plan it when it's nap time go home even if you're at someone's house if they say it's nap time go home take your kid home also please do not let me be that parent that if your child has a toy that is ours and you break it i'm gonna tell you it's fine but like, I may not have you over to my house again because, <laughs> and like vice versa, if my kid breaks one of your kid's toys, God forbid, I don't want that to happen. But like, if it does, I will be replacing it because that is what you should do. Yes, absolutely. 
I am not gonna lie. I love play dates, especially around like birthday time and Christmas time, to check out other kids' toys to be like, ooh, that's a great idea for a gift. I am I'm not gonna lie, I did it this weekend. Erica has this saucer swing we posted on Instagram. Yeah, we totally bought one for Ella to put at my parents' house for her. Like for her birthday that is coming up very soon. So it's just Yay. one of those, like, I, it's a great thing. Like, even at the girl's birthday in October when we came up, I totally was like, ooh, put that on the list, put that on the list, put that on the list <laughs> of, like, things to get kids in that age range. Because there's, like, six people that I know that all have kids around the same age. So I'm constantly looking for ideas on what to get them. But in the better part of that, too, is, like, Ella turns two approximately about seven months after my girls so like you literally see like our birthday and then our Christmas presents and you're like that 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 because (laughs) you're literally at the point where you're like you're far enough behind me with kids that you're like oh that's such a good idea and oh I really like that or like oh this is a good idea and it's it's almost I don't know I just kind of think it's funny because I'm like you're like um what is that I want that toy where'd you get this and I feel like it's harder a little bit for you because a lot of our stuff is thrifted. <laughs> yes, 100%. But it's it's so it's such a good way to figure out what your kids like that you might not have at your house or like ideas to give other people like hey my kid really liked playing with this at this person's house. Maybe you could get that for their birthday. Like super simple things. But like I'm not gonna lie. I totally like take notes. (laughs) But honestly, though, like, you should be because like, it's kind of like your kid gets to go to the toy aisle of the store, but also doesn't have to be a jerk because then they're playing with all the toys and annoying all the other customers. You're actually being able to play and use the toy, which is what you want in the first place. Yeah, it's great. I'm 90% of the time when I'm at a play date, my kid is playing with a new toy. I'm probably paying attention and probably putting it on a list. <laughs> also, I feel bad. I have no idea where we got that felt money that your daughter was obsessed with. That was a thrifted item and I have no idea how to get that. I'm not gonna lie. I wish I took a video because she was just sitting there like one dollar, two dollars. I was like, okay, she's counting her millions, like literally like one at a time, pulling it down. I was just giggling. It was so funny. She was very cute with the whole money situation. I had to laugh because it was like the entire time my kids are like, um, this is mine. It's not yours. And your daughter's like, no, this is mine. Yeah. It was very cute. She did start to share. She was giving it out. Yeah. So something that we're going to start doing is highlighting a product that we absolutely love. I'm starting because... This product I'm obsessed with. I've sent you pictures and videos of this. And I think. So I, when I was bored at work today, I obviously came on here and. (laughs) Did your show notes. Yeah. Did my show notes. And I was like, Ooh, what's this? And I clicked it. I was like, Ooh, I was like, I should probably get Ella one for when we go to the Poconos for the new van. So we are doing something. This is called the D Moose travel tray. Wait, we're doing. A product alert every episode. Yes. So the product alert this episode is called the D-Moose Travel Tray. 
It comes in pink and blue. You can find it on Amazon. We will put a link in our link tree, which you may need a shorter link than that because I feel like that's a bit aggressive. This is a hard bottomed. It has two sections that Velcro, it Velcros come apart and it goes flat. It has pockets on either side. It has a pocket for water bottle. It has a zippered pouch. It has pencil holders. This is designed for kids. I'm going to say like two-ish to 10. It fits on a car seat. It fits on your lap. It's wipe cleanable. It has a tablet stand. Um, I put a reusable placemat in the bottom so it's easier to wipe out when my kids eat. Um, we went to Greenview Aviaries, which is like an hour from my house. They colored on the way home. There's so many uses that this thing has that I am obsessed with it. And also if you buy two, which means you can put one in mom's car and one in dad's car, or if you have twins, you get 15% off. So that was a bonus. I don't remember if it's prime or not, but yeah, there's, you know, a spot for a tablet. There's, there's so many things that it has. Um, waterproof surface, curved front bumper pad, four inch reinforced sidewalls. There's padded bottom mesh cushion, large heavy duty buckles. It's crash tested. There's so many things that this has and it folds literally like half an inch thick. So you can put it like right underneath the driver's seat or the passenger seat um, it fits right beside their car seat. If you're literally putting the car seat in the door, like it fits there. That's awesome. I, I think everyone should get one. <laughs> <laughs> um, also I like the fact that it has a hard bottom because the Jolly Jumper ones do not have hard bottoms in them. Right. And if they're <clears throat> going to be coloring and stuff, you want that solid bottom. Or eating, like, then you don't want their tray to flip. Right. Do you want to go first or do you want to go second for highs and lows? I will go first because, yeah, I'm just going to go first. Okay. All right. So I'm starting with my low because... I'm so mentally, physically, emotionally exhausted. In the last just over a month, we decided we were putting our house on the market. We put our house on the market. We sold our house. And I have been living at my parents for just over a month with Ella. Shane has been here for about two weeks now because he was on nights and was still working on the house. So the house is sold now and Ella's birthday is in like two weeks. So it's just a lot going on. We are literally putting our entire house in a shipping container and putting it in my parents' driveway until we buy a house. But we are here until further notice. But it's exhausting. I'm so exhausted. We have not been recording because of it. This is the first time in probably two months that I've had a setup that I could record. And even that, like literally Shane and I were building the desk right before, yeah, <laughs> right before we recorded tonight. So 
To say that I am a little stressed is an understatement, but we are getting there slowly but surely. We also are buying a new car because mine has become a giant money pit and I refuse to put any more money in it. So we are buying a new car. I'm getting a minivan, a Pacifica to be exact. And if you don't like them, I don't care, but they are fully loaded and beautiful and do lots of things and they're comfy and smooth ride and roomy. And that's what I want. It works for you. I want van doors. And in order to get van doors, you have to get a minivan. So it is what it is. I, I drove past the one tonight with like the Tesla that has the doors that like open up that like they just open straight up kind of like the DeLorean. Right. I was like, those are kind of cool. <laughs> but I want third row seating and I want van doors. So which is mini- funny because you posted about a minivan. I'm like, you spelled SUV with third row seating wrong. I got such a kick out of that. But essentially, yeah, I really like it. I don't know. I just, I should have bought a minivan instead of my journey six years ago when I could have bought a fully loaded minivan for like 20 grand instead of 50 grand. But but you also would not have gotten it, like it would not have lasted till now. So it would have been useless. Yeah. So it is what it is, but just added stress. So it's just been a lot. So I'm, I apologize for not recording. Um, it's all the blame goes on me. And it's fine. I take full responsibility, but I'm exhausted. (laughs) But on the good side of things, my high is Ella is talking a lot more. She's saying like sentences. She's putting all of her words together. And she was so cute this weekend. She was, she's getting really good at like her words. And she's so like lovey. She will give everybody hugs and kisses. And if she's just not quite sure, she will still high five you or pound it. No matter what she thinks of you. Because the guy she wasn't quite sure of, but she still went and gave them high fives before bed. So, and she didn't know them for two minutes. And she's like, yeah, I'll still high five you. (laughs) So To to be fair, sometimes my girls are like, I don't know you, and they've known them for like two right. and a half years. <laughs> like they're over multiple times a month. Like Ella's <clears throat> doing really good here at my mom's and my parents. We're we've been working on her room here too. One of the stipulations to us moving in was we had to paint my old room for Ella to live in. We've been here for almost six weeks, and it's going to be ready for her this weekend. <laughs> It's finally done being painted. We got the closet organizer today. So we're going to start trying to get it up tomorrow. We're going to hang her curtains tomorrow. We're going to build her crib tomorrow. We're, we're busy. We're trying to get it all done. How long do you anticipate done. staying with your parents? Until I find a house or we all find a house or I have a baby. <laughs> Ideally, that's the plan is we're out before another baby comes we find a house or we find like the property in which we could all live in separate houses <laughs> <laughs> so yeah well I mean at this point Shane wants to move in with me so <laughs> no, Shane just wants to go four-wheeling every day now I feel like my dad would be okay with that yeah <sighs> 
So what are your highs and lows? Which one do you want to start with? I'm just going to start with my lows. Okay. So it's been a month since we've decided to record and we've attempted to record like three different times. So I have a whole bunch of like highs and lows. (laughs) So I'm going to start and it's just going to kind of go back and forth between the two. We did not record since basically my birthday. And I went on two different dates with this guy. And the first date was great. And then the second date was literally terrible. And like, I've had some pretty bad dates. I would say this one tops out at like the top five. He told me that I was promiscuous because I had guy friends, which one is a red flag because it means you're insecure. And two, it's a red flag because like, don't tell me what to do. I'm not your child. I literally had to call my mom to come get me because I was like, I'm not going anywhere else with you. And then I had to call Carla and Shane to tell them about it, to which point Shane offered himself up as a sacrifice. I believe there was talk about a three-way. my husband. And at one point you're like, he stopped. He's like, Carla's not invited, which was hilarious. Like, I don't think either of us could breathe at that point. No. Like, I was kind of glad because like, I was super annoyed with the whole date. And like, you guys definitely made me feel better. Today, Reagan pooped on the floor, which I've already told everyone about. I had like a super deep talk with one of my best friends about just her mental health and where I think she's at and what I think she needs to work on. (laughs) It was, it was a very honest conversation and I feel like we both came out better on the other side. Um, Everybody needs those. Yeah, it was weird because it was like a quick like 15 minute conversation. And I was like, this is what I think you need to work on. I love you. But this is what you need to work on. And she's <laughs> like, I'm like, are you okay? She's like, I'm literally writing this down for my therapist. And I'm like, your therapist is either going to hate me or she's going to love me. Yeah. My highs. So my ex and I had mediation and he basically said he didn't want To get additional time, he basically has to show me proof that he has two cribs, which I don't feel like is an outrageous statement. No. He basically is refusing to do that, so he's not getting additional time with the kids. Regan has started saying, oh my goodness. (laughs) And Kinsley says, oh honey. Oh honey. Not oh honey, it's oh honey. (laughs) Because she can't say it properly. (laughs) It's adorable. Um, This past weekend, I had my birthday party and Carla, Shane and Ella and a whole bunch of my other friends came and we had a pool party and then we had a campfire, which is why my voice sounds like this. I feel like I don't sound right. Um, I'm also sound that bad right now. You sound a lot better than you did on Sunday. Oh, (laughs) I like felt like I smoked a pack of smokes. I didn't smoke anything just so everyone's aware. But on Sunday, I woke up and I was like coughing up phlegm and felt like I smoked a pack of cigarettes and it was bad. (laughs) Um, Also, my probation with my work is ending and I'm super excited because one, that means I should be getting a raise. And two, this means that I am ending my probation and I get like, I don't want to say more freedom, but like I'm starting to work towards being able to move out on my own. Because it's funny, when we started this podcast, I was like super struggling and like never thought I was going to move out on my own. And now the irony is like both of us are living back with our parents and hoping to move out by an unspecified date, but like ASAP. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, oh, and it's on a high for me 
we get to, me and the girls are going to go see Shane and Ella and Carla in two weeks, which by the way, I wonder if like when we put the kids to bed, you and I could go and get like a late night bite. <laughs> you want poutine. I honestly am debating after our conversation this weekend, I'm debating between a poutine or a chicken delight. Also, I feel like the drive between where your parents live and where we can get chicken delights and poutine is a lengthy drive. Like 20 minutes. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then I don't feel as bad. (laughs) (laughs) I was under the impression that it was more like an hour. No, no. Not at all. Also, in my high slash low, for some reason, I've decided it was a good idea to re-download dating apps. I had a lot of fun this weekend on them. I know you did. (laughs) All of the work that Carla has done over the weekend has fruited nothing on my end, just so everyone is aware. (laughs) Apparently saying, hey, and then realizing that, you know, red flags are red flags and then calling them on it is very detrimental to a man's ego. (laughs) I don't care. If anyone is like listening to this and like madly in love with me, like shoot us a DM because at this point, like I'm just going to get five cats and call it a day. (laughs) I might just get a membership to like the SAG shop and just, that'll be my life. Like till I'm, I don't know, 80. (laughs) That's kind of where I'm at. Apparently my standards went super high after I had my kids because I can't find it in. Well, no, I feel like you're going to go super high after you had your kids because whoever it's not just about being good enough for you anymore so i totally get it thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast we appreciate all the support if you like this episode please subscribe to the podcast jump over to our social media for links about all the stuff we talked about we want to hear from you send us a dm or an email see you soon